Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode with the America's International Junior Miss, Libby Baird. I'm Casey, and welcome to Crowning Moment Podcast. We're interviewing pageant queens where we have the pageant tea and everything's from tips and tricks. If you're watching us on YouTube, welcome and enjoy the live video of today. But if you're listening on all podcasting platforms, definitely put your listening ears on because we have a sweet little girl we're bringing into the conversation. So let's go ahead and bring in... Libby, let's go ahead and get her unmuted and ready to roll. Hello, Libby. How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm great. All right. Tell the listeners a little bit about who you are. So hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Libby Baird, and I'm currently the 2023 America's International Junior Miss, where I won my title in October. I play the violin for my school's orchestra, and I'm cheering on my school's pomp squad, for the third year, and I actually have my own fundraiser, Libby's Bunnies and Bears, where I raise money to buy stuffed animals to give to foster children. All righty, that was awesome. Okay, so a little bit behind the scenes for everybody that's listening in or watching, Libby actually won the overall interview award at the America's International Miss competition this year. And I wanted to have her on this podcast with all the girls I do interview awards for. I like to bring them on so you guys can see and hear, you know, why they were chosen as that award winner. And I definitely think that intro just kind of sold it all because you said (laughs) that so smoothly. I mean, more than people that are twice your age. So that was awesome, Libby and I'm super glad to have you on here. Let's go ahead and get into it. So you won America's International Junior Miss, and I know from your crowning moment shot, I love it, you're turning and you're like, oh my goodness, like I just won. What was going through your mind during that crowning moment? I don't know. It was just so surreal. It was so special because I have been first runner up so many times, and to know that that moment finally came true was just truly a blessing. I was just so excited. I know. And that's something your mom actually had mentioned to me. She was like, you and Libby have so much in common. You didn't even realize. And it was that first row <laughs> position. It is a tough spot to be in. And I know personally, I know that you know personally how hard it is. It's such a blessing. You're like, wow, I was so close to winning. But at the same time, it was like, it was almost not enough. So I want you to tell the listeners, you know, going from first runner up to finally, you know, having your crowning moment. What was that like? How did it feel for you being first runner up over and over again? It was very defeating. You felt like you weren't enough. And so I put in the work days and months and I just I just worked so hard to finally show the judges my true self. And that finally paid off. And I was so excited. Like I was just oh, it was amazing to know that all that work finally paid off. And it did. And it absolutely did. Watching your crowning moment, you can just see it in your face. You're like, oh my goodness, finally, this is for me. So I want to talk a little bit about the AIM Nationals. For those who may not know, it is America's International Miss. It's usually in October. Um, And this past year, it was in Valdez, North Carolina. So tell us a little bit about what it was like being at the pageant and what your favorite part was. Oh, it was really fun. Um, I think my favorite part would be all of meeting the girls in my group. I had an amazing group of friends. They were just amazing. That's some of my favorite parts of the pageant. But I would also like to say that I love their motto, Love Leads Third, where like it's just amazing. And I love what they stand for. Absolutely. Yeah. That lovely serve really does help because it incorporates everyone's platforms. And I know that you have your own fundraiser and platform. So tell the listeners a little bit about what you do, you know, with that platform and your fundraiser. So I have my own platform, Libby's Bunnies and Bears, where I raise money for 
um, foster children to buy them stuffed animals because they're in a very scary situation going into a stranger's home and having to live with them and having to adapt to that lifestyle. So I really like to make them feel welcome with the stuffed animal. Where did this idea come from? Do you have a friend like this or are possibly you a foster child? Um, my mom worked with a lady who loved foster children. And so she fostered herself. And I really just, it was, I would not like to be in that position. And I know that people get scared a lot and especially them. So I really want to uh, make them feel a little more comfortable with a stuffed animal who, know, who knows that they feel loved. That's amazing. And that's so sweet. And Libby, how old are you? I'm 13. You're 13. That is amazing of what you're doing and that you can acknowledge those emotions and see, you know, the situations that they may be going through and how difficult that can be as a 13 year old. Like that is crazy, but that's just amazing because that just shows how mature you are and going into this, you know, going in pageantry, it's not easy sometimes. And, you know, having to be almost like your own little mini adult being independent self. What have you learned from being in pageantry? Well, pageantry has given me so much confidence and I learned how to talk publicly right now. And it's really like pageantry with their skills is one of my most favorite things that it gives. And it gives you the confidence to be on stage in front of a lot of people just as being a young girl. So I really like that. Definitely. I mean, like I said, being a 13 year old, being on stage, publicly talking in front of people, whether it's live streamed or you're in front of a live audience, it definitely can be scary sometimes. What do you think, you know, the most scary part about pageantry can be? I think really it's just, I think it's scary based on what you think it is, but you adapt based on what you want, you know? So with my thing, I used to be really scared with interview, but I started practicing and practicing and putting in the work. And I finally got confident enough to speak publicly and speak privately too. So I just really enjoyed the interview part. And that's what I really like about patents. Okay. So what is your favorite phase? I mean, other than the interview, like of optionals or type of the actual true competition at AIM, what is your favorite part of that sort of pageant? So other than interview, I would have to say is fun fashion because you get to express what your type of fashion is. And it's really fun to put together your own routine to show everyone what type of styles you like. What would you describe your style as? Um, I don't know, but I do know that my fun fashion was actually crafted around. It was started as um, a pant. It started with pants. And then my mom took her crafty hands and she made it into a fringe skirt. So I have a lot of background with my fun fashion. Oh, that's exciting. I love that my mom is the exact same way between dance costumes to making an entire evening gown. My mom gets crafty. So it sounds like our moms definitely could collaborate together on something <laughs> really cool. But going into talking about optionals, if you had to compete in any optional, which optional would you compete in? I would compete in casual wear because I actually did at AIM and I had like a fun little like um, like a telephone purse. It was orange. I had like a fun little like jean pink dress. And I like to truly express. I like to go out of the box with something different that nobody else has and truly express how you are feeling and how you think that casual wear should look. 
All right, so let's talk about the fun things. You've already won, you've got the crown. It's now time to do all the events. Tell me about the Christmas party and Reese Across America because that's such a big deal that AIM is a part of every year. It was so fun and truly such an experience to be there. With the Reeves Across America, we had a we had a fun Christmas party first, and then we went and volunteered at Reeves Across America, which if you don't know, it's where you lay a reef on pretty much every grave um, at the National Cemetery to just honor those for Christmas. And it was so fun meeting, bonding with your sister, your new sister queens, and truly doing something that mattered to other people as well. And I really just thought it was so much fun. And I, I would do it again. It was so much fun. Yeah, after I was a previous title holder of AIM when AIM used to be USA Elegant Miss. That was the first name they had. And I was actually their MISS title holder. And that's how I found out about Reefs Across America. And every year since then, I've been doing it. That's something that Miss India really just instills. Like, it's just such a, a peaceful moment, but at the same time, so rewarding to be able to, you know, say their name as you're laying the wreath on that fallen soldier or just someone that has passed away that fought in war that is in these national cemeteries. And it's just such an experience like no other that you don't really get anywhere else unless you're really a part of that every year. So I'm really glad that you've been able to experience that because at your age, that is important to just take lessons like that along with you throughout your life. But talking about nationals coming up this year, what are you most excited about? I know it's scary because you're going to have to give up the shiny hat, but what are you most excited about? I think like truly, I really think I'm most excited about meeting all the girls who will be in my group because I feel like that's such a bonding moment to meet through pageantry because they're some of the nicest girls you will meet. And honestly, I'm just really excited for that. Yes. And I know this year there's a lot of different things going on. I know if there's like 100 contestants, they're giving away a car. They have so many things coming out for AIM this year, which I was like, wow, Miss India is pulling out all the stops for this year. And it's just been an amazing, amazing year for you guys. And it's been really fun. But what do you think your favorite part with your sister queens has definitely been? I would definitely say just the volunteering. And every time there's like a holiday, we'll get on a Zoom and we'll just talk like just about what's happening in our life. And I really like that Miss India is helping us bond together to be great sister queens. And I really that's really what I like. Exactly. I know last year we came up with our own little sorority. It's the AIM sorority. So it's Alpha Iota Mu. So it is AIM. And I know after this year, you guys are going to be, I guess, fully inducted into the sisterhood forever with AIM. I know, I feel like once you're a part of AIM, you never go away with being on staff to being a director to just being production for the entire thing. You just never go away. So I hope that you, A, after this year, you know, come back again and again until you can just, you know, finally be a part of the staff. They're like, you can't compete anymore. You have to be a part of the staff because I think you would be such a great addition to the team. And you're just so brilliant, so smart. Even for a 13-year-old, it's crazy just the way that you can articulate yourself and the inflection you have in your voice is truly amazing. And so I hope the listeners can hear why you truly won the overall interview award. It it blew me away. I was super excited for this episode. It's been a little bit since the nationals and I wanted to give you time to, you know, get community service under your belt and really get the feel for what AIM is all about. But going into that, what would you say that AIM means to you? Honestly, I would say that just AIM is an amazing system that makes sure to include everyone around. And like, again, with their motto, love leads, sir, like you just, 
with the volunteering and everything, it's just an amazing. And I just, it means a lot to me. Absolutely. And I know in that crowning moment, I'll definitely be posting it on the social media posts that we do along with this episode being released. And I hope people that look at those pictures and see, you know, they may not see it from the picture, but listening to you and hearing the hard work and time and dedication that went into, you know, obtaining this title and getting the opportunity to be the junior miss for the year. I want to ask you, what do you think? I know we talked about how it felt to be first runner up. What do you think the difference was that the last time you competed and got first runner up to this time of winning was? I think it just resembles about like the hard work that you put in and knowing that it had paid off finally to where the judges could see your, your, the best version of yourself and just to know that your hard work had paid off. Exactly. I absolutely believe that. And we've come to that point in the podcast where I like to ask you the Everyone at the same final question. Are you ready? Yes. All right. In what way has pageants positively impacted you? Pageants has given me confidence ever since I was little, and I hope to continue that confidence forever and ever. And I'm just so glad of all the skills that pageantry has taught me. Oh, so amazing, Libby. Well, everybody, you heard it here first. This is Libby Baird, America's International Junior Miss. I'm super excited. And of course, if you didn't hear it before, she was the overall interview winner. And I hope you guys can definitely see that through this podcast episode, because I know I surely have. Being able to, you know, watch you grow over the past year has been truly amazing. But I just want to thank you so much, Libby, for being on here today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. Absolutely. Well, you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys.